Welcome into the Desktop GM's Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Anthony Maldonado, joined as always by my two co-hosts, Mr. Brandon Murphy, Indiana Jones tonight, and Mr. Taylor Strick, camping out in the backyard as always. Murph, how you doing? Smash like Cody's noggin on the shallow end, sirs. <laughs> that is oddly specific, and I got that reference. Taylor, how are you doing? Uh, I've got no better follow-up than that. I, I know. Right. I should have started with you, end with Murph. Make a note for next time. Good Lord. All right. Well, let's jump right in to this past week of football. So we got uh, – let's let's go through our best and worst thing. And I'm going to start with the worst things because I always want to end on a high note. So, Murph, real quick, why don't you run through your worst thing of, of last week. I, you know, I wanted to start this year off on just setting a tone of my upsetness with the refing, and I, it's it's not I don't have so many specific things, but I do feel like there's been some late game pi calls that could really go either way, and I'm not even upset about like them letting letting it go, but definitely I think the the offensive line play like some of the holding calls have been like really weak and really kind of hit or miss i think the refs are kind of going through some uh some growing pains as many as as much as some of the teams are with some of the especially the late game the late game pis have kind of gotten the headlines but i think just in general they've missed some things and they're having some trouble especially in the front seven on both sides i hear you on that one but i mean i gotta say this week we're going to complain about them not calling things to you know, too quickly. And and then next week we're going to complain about them calling too much. It's, it's a very no. thankless job. Full disclosure, the, the, the defensive PI stuff, like letting it go. I think I, I'm, I'm fine with it. Like, I, I think like the arm fighting, hand fighting, I get it. You don't want like people grabbing like past five or 10 yards, but if they're both getting after it, let it go. All right. That makes sense. I just I'm a stickler for the offensive line play too, and I you know I don't like seeing some of these little ticky tack holding calls get called, call back off some of these nice runs from these running backs. They're having a tough time as it is. Yeah, yes they are. Um, so I'll I'll jump into mine real quick, because um, Taylor kind of took, I, I just thought of one, but he took it. I saw it just now. So mine is the Jags Chiefs game, and and you know it it was supposed to be. A bonanza. Everybody thought it was. You have the Jags offense that looks revamped. It looks it looks good. It looked good in its first week. And then you have the Chiefs and Travis Kelsey is back. And you think that the score is going to be, you know, fifty seven to fifty two. Um and it was it was not. It was a very defensive game. Um kind of bad for fantasy. Uh just speaking to someone who has Mahomes. But you know, it's there's a couple of games like this. We thought the the Chiefs uh, Lions game on the last Thursday night was going to be a high scoring game and it turned out to be a defensive battle again so are we seeing a you know a changing of the guard in regards of the the Chiefs defense I don't know I guess time will tell on that one um so just I got to temper my expectations when it comes to the Chiefs now well, I think every Especially we've seen it with the the Chiefs, the Bengals, the the Bills, kind of. 
I think there's some uh, some definitely some growing pains. I think the Chiefs it's got a lot to do with uh, maybe B enemy was handling some some things like behind the scenes that they weren't prepared for, and they got to figure out a way to work maybe some. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't doubt out, yeah. Kelsey and uh, Kelsey and Mahomes to yeah. figure it out, and Andy Reid too. Got like, a great matchup this week, so we'll see it. Hopefully, we'll see it this week. All right, Taylor, why don't you take us through your worst thing you saw last week? Yeah, mine kind of follows up on your low-scoring game, and mine was just the atrocity of football that we had last night. Um, not only do I not like the, Monday the setup. Night, because we yeah. don't know when you might be listening to this. Oh, touche, touche. <laughs> Monday night football. Um, but the uh, not just the poor gameplay, but the games, two games Monday, but now they're not back-to-back. They go at the same time, so you get oh, like yeah, an hour of football. My, that should have been all of our worst things. That was so stupid. Right, it, exactly. I feel like I'm watching a game on TV, night. and I'm watching a game on my phone, and my wife and kids are doubly mad at me, and it's just really stupid. Well, yeah, and it's I even still worse like when the football's out. poor. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah you're that's not true. They lucked out, though, with the, the first game ending – uh, at halftime, like at the end of halftime of the second game, yeah, the so time everybody could out. kind of switch over at least a decent time. But no, I completely agree. Like, start that game at you know, if people get home from the five o'clock rush hour with the game on, so be it. Or just have one Monday night game. I don't hate. I like the two Monday night games every now. I and like then. the two it's a back treat. to back, but do them back. Yes. To back. Yeah. Stagger them. Up, well, I totally agree. We're going to get it again this Monday, so that's not any fun. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's run through our best things real quick, guys. Um, I'm going to start just because I'm super excited about it, but someone's misfortune is my benefit. Uh, Kyron Williams uh, taking over for Cam Akers, who was just all of a sudden – doesn't I told the Rams him, hate not, him. not till Sean McVay had those pictures of his wife. Yeah, I don't think Sean McVay don't play. Uh, healthy scratch from the game. Kyron Williams took 96% of the snaps. Uh, he was he had 52 rushing yards and a touchdown on the ground. 10 targets, six receptions, 48 yards through the air, and a touchdown as well. Um, a huge game. He was on my bench, but just a a really great you know hopefully breakout season for kyron williams all right murph what was your best thing well you know as a um pretty obvious ravens fan i i'm just happy that defenses are now at the forefront of the nfl kind of again at least the fantasy world again i mean with the steelers almost this week swaying matches uh, the oh, Cowboys man. being a juggernaut last week. I mean, and again, scoring 16 points this week. The uh, Maybe maybe the Buccaneers' defense is good. I think they've been in double digits both weeks. They scored 18 this week. Yeah, yeah I'm just um, – the only Taylor going off of kind of what he said about the Monday night games, the only thing that – and it breaks my heart to say this – I enjoyed watching was TJ Watt is a – TJ Watt and Miles Garrett are both just entertainment in themselves, so that was fun to watch. But I'm yeah. just uh, kind of happy defense is back, baby. Definitely. It makes it a little tougher for fantasy, but it does make for some good football. All right, Taylor, what was your best thing from last week? Which, I don't know if it's the best thing, but it's an interesting thing. It's certainly not the best for me personally, but these crazy close matchups – 
So week one, we had two two games that were within two points. This week two, we had, f- let's see, four games within three, mm-hmm. three games within two points. Like, that is insane. You're talking fantasy With matchups, fantasy, right? Fantasy yes, points, yes, yes. 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 I mean, yeah, it's, it's been wild. Last year we had those crazy high scoring 150 to 80s, and that was kind of the crazy thing last year. I don't recall any any weeks that are this tight. I mean, hell, I'm 0-2 with a three-point gap combined between both weeks. It's fucking stupid for me personally, but it's very fun and stressful and makes this yeah, partially enjoyable. A lot, of, a lot of close games and a lot that come down to um, Sunday night, Monday night. Um, so that's that's you know you're watching football all three days. Um, that's, I mean, that's last a lot of night fun. it was two games, but I think there were four of the six matchups yeah. that were coming down to last night, at least. Yep. And yeah, one of least. them, one of them, almost, almost pulled it off at the very very end. Um, oh and it was it was <laughs> quite hilarious when he didn't. Um, anyway, let's jump into those matchups now. Um, Starting with Taylor, you will walk us through out the ass taking down the mighty, not just the masturbators, the mighty <laughs> masturbators, 97 to 74. Chase guaranteed the win. Did it happen? No. I love that. He even changed the name because he was guaranteeing the win. So way to go, Chase. Uh, let's break it down. So, obviously, it was a, a pretty good ass whooping. Um, Drew, pretty much, that's an average kind of fantasy score. So, he did what he needed to. Uh, Chase was 75 is, is pretty horrendous. So, on Drew's team that performed, Burrow underperformed by a little bit. Henry is expected. Um, by a little Drew. bit? Yeah, Burrow looks bad. It was, projected, it was projected 20. So, I'm going with what the numbers say. He was at 16. Uh, Williams on the Saints, he got hurt. He put up three, was supposed to get 11. St. Brown got hurt, but he still performed. So That's basically, Williams. I, Williams really let, really, like, Williams could have gone off. Yeah, so, I mean, his is kind of boring because they all, they're all plus or minus a few points of what they're supposed to. So on the other end, Chase. Allen actually came back, got 23. Mixon got 12. His new boy, Kelly... Didn't yeah, that, shit was, after. that was great. But we'll talk about this a little more later. It's still a win with Eckler being hurt. So yeah. kudos Chase for getting it, but four points after 15 last week. That kind of sucks. Jamar Chase, again, with under 10. He's at 5.6. That's brutal. Judy with four. Oh. Goddamn, Chase. This is a uh, – It's bad. Yeah, it's just rough. So I mean – He's got bright spots. Din- Puka. Like, Denver, Puka. Denver's defense against Washington scores one point? That's. Did you what see that in game? What the hell though? is going on in Denver? Yeah, well, and they 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 got out to such a big lead, and then the Commanders came back. They were up by what two touchdowns at one point, maybe three. I but know, like, I know. No sacks? They got oh well, four sacks. Four sacks. They allowed thirty-five points. points. Sheesh. Thirty-five points. That's what does I it. I told you, Chase. I didn't want. I didn't want to say the things I said. Like it hurt me to say those things. Yeah, well, he, he has he has Puka on the bench, and Kirk on his bench had a decent game. Yeah, so, so he got nine from Puka, his starting he gets to now He gets to now choose all the Mr. wrong Nikula choices every could week. could be a godsend. Yeah, he, he could yeah. be. I, it, but if Burrow isn't right, uh, 
then it's going to be rough for Chase. So well, that's Drew. We'll see. Drew I meant for Jamar, burnt. not for. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I forget. I forget. Chase has Chase. Chase has Chase. Yes. We should. He should change his name to Chase's on the and, case. You know, Joe. I mean, Joe Mixon's not going to do great if no, the Bengals yeah. aren't aren't in the red zone very often. So. Yeah. All right. And then, uh, so looking at this one, I was the only one that actually put faith in Chase, and uh, I'm definitely going to have to fade him from now on. So um, it's uh, the uh, y'all two y'all two got it right, um, picking Drew. So let's move on to the commissioner's pet narrowly taking down repent offenders 145.42 to 144.16 um this i I mean after thursday night i was thinking to myself what i said on the podcast last week we're all gonna pick matt and charlie is just going to find a way and after thursday night he has Kirk Cousins, who is the number one quarterback on the week. He had Devonta Smith score 21. TJ Hawkinson score 22. And I think that was it from Thursday night. But still, just a huge showing after Thursday night. And the projections didn't give Matt much of a chance. Okay, even with Jalen Hurts on Thursday putting up 26. Okay, so Charlie just somehow found a way. Then comes Sunday. And Charlie has Devin Singletary because Austin Eckler was out last minute. So he had to put in a running back, and he puts in Singletary over Damian Harris in Buffalo. That was his – he would have won right there if he made that move. But so Singletary scores less than three points. A.J. Dillon scores – less than seven points. So his running backs – Who would have thought? Less than ten. With Jones being out. I'm telling you, it it doesn't look good. And then uh, DJ Moore had a respectable game of 13. I mean, Charlie put up 144 points. He didn't have a bad match. Um, but going well, up Hawkinson against... Hawkinson went off, Yeah, and Smith had a great game. Yeah. And then Matt on the other side, though, come in Sunday. Tony Pollard, 16 points. Kenneth Walker, almost 18 points. CeeDee Lamb, almost 20 points. Keenan Allen, two touchdowns, 27 points. Uh, James Conner with a big game, 16 points. Everybody everybody had to go off for Matt, and just about everybody did. It came down to Monday Night Football, Steelers defense, okay? And and I was watching this game with every sack Charlie was texting me, going, we're getting closer, we're almost there. And then time ran out, and he was just, you know, Cinderella with next to a busted pumpkin. TJ Watt is a freak show. Yeah, dude's good. And like, as soon as the the Steelers scored that defensive touchdown uh, in the second half, I was thinking to myself, "Oh my gosh, he's gonna pull it off." He, they, all they need is like an interception. They need a couple of sacks, something, and he's gonna pull it off. And uh, he came up a point short. So uh, that one's gonna stink. Scoring 144 points, um, but we were all right. We all picked Matt, and Matt uh, Matt took it took it for us. So that was a good one for us. All right, moving on. Murph, why don't you tell us about Foot Buckerson taking down the Strictator, one eleven point two to one oh nine point three four. Oh, and and another just 
riveting matchup from this week. I hate to I hate to do this just with looking at our our lovely commissioner here on the feed, but unfortunately, Anthony Richardson, the beautiful man that he is, could not get it done for our our beloved commissioner. No, Corbin had you know Herbert had. And he schooled me on this during some disc golf today. He had to look up Herbert's stats. Herbert has been having a fine game. He's just been failed by, you know, Brandon Staley. 22 points from Herbert. And then Bijan Robinson just looking like he could be, I mean, the next Ladanian, the next Adrian Peterson, the next Todd Gurley, that boy. But he only he put up 19, which I say yeah. only 19, yeah. but 19 carries, 24, 124 yards, four catches on five targets for another 48. No, t- so no touchdowns, and he scored 20. Like, come on, the man is a force. Yeah, ridiculous. Um, Corbin was led. Debo looking like looking like he should got five carries for 48 yards and a touch or 38 yards and a touchdown. <sighs> Six catches on nine receptions and another 60 yards there. So, you know, almost 100 total yards and a touchdown. You'd love to see him get the carries again. And goddamn, I hate the curse, but Mike Evans. Mike Evans. A great pick uh, by Corbin, in my opinion. It looks like he's going to be Baker Mayfield's dude. So Mike Evans taking over where he left off, you know, 171 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, it was uh, it was tough. Like, it it was they weren't high scores. Like you know, Taylor. I'm sorry that Mark Andrews couldn't get it done for you. You know, he got eight targets. He only caught five of them and only the touchdown. I'm sorry. You trusted Pittman. You know, you should have maybe maybe you should you should have trusted one of these weller known uh, receivers on your bench here instead of uh, this dude getting thrown to by your boy. Who got knocked out with a concussion? That's but I do love Anthony Richardson. I'm very jealous. He would have scored 30 points. I can't believe um, Jalen Waddle only did what he did with Tyree Kill being Got limited by Bill Belichick. But then again, it's Belichick, and he drafted that damn cornerback out of Oregon, Christian Gonzalez, yeah, and he's yeah. he's he, he's good. I hate it so much. And then uh, I have Barkley in a couple of leagues, so I really hope Barkley comes back for you. But mm. it was a close matchup, you know, 109-111. I, I, here's how screwed The I only got. reason I wanted Corbin to win is because I picked him. <laughs> You're the only one. I needed two points. So I had three injuries just fuck the shit out of me for two points. Richardson played yep. one quarter, 18 points in the first quarter. Absurd. Waddle goes out, I think it was in the third. Surely he could have gotten me two more points. And probably the most annoying one, Barkley goes out when they're trying to do their two-minute offense, which would have been just little dump passes to him. Surely he would have gotten me two points. So I had three players go out, and that's, I'd say that's single-handedly, but that three-handedly cost me this week. So I'm pissed. Nah, I got yeah, you. It, you should be. It's tough decisions. It's it, you lost twice because I completely Richardson's get got it. the the concussion. Yeah. So I mean, he hopefully will be ready for next week. Uh, Waddle with the concussion, you're gonna have to watch that all week, and then Barkley out at least three weeks. No, they're saying he may play Thursday. That is I such. I, I don't think he will. I don't think he will. But it's, best case uh, scenario, 
next week, and he's super limited. But I would hope that they rule him out the next two weeks at least. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm okay sitting this week, but I then you can IR week. him. Yeah. All right. So, like I said, Corbin or uh, Murph was the only one who picked Corbin. Taylor and I both picked him. Um, I, I, maybe I just shouldn't go with Taylor. Maybe maybe it's not Taylor's year this year. In fantasy or in the predictions. Um, all right, Taylor, why don't you tell us, um, now that you heard Murph get to talk about your team, let's hear you talk about uh, Dad Chokes taking down my little Tony 104.9 to 103.06. This was another one of those crazy games. So under two-point difference to end it. And let's see. I'm surprised. Thanks. Looking at this, Tua, I didn't know Tua had such a bad week um, after yeah. doing so much with Hill last week. That's Saved me. Yeah, yeah. Um, a home for busy should. Yes. Yep, touche. Um, Najee, that's going to be an issue going forward. He mm-hmm. looks terrible. Looks bad. How good do you feel not to have him, Murph? He turned a couple corner. Okay, he turned the corner on one. I just think Pittsburgh's O-line looks bad, and they when, when Warren's out there, the defense doesn't think they're going to run. I do not – I have a, two Steelers fans at work. I talk to about this, and I just Najee looks slow, but he's like he's like a small Leonard Fournette. And yes, he doesn't look great, but it's not that big of a difference. And I don't think Warren is the fucking truth like they think he is. Sorry for cursing. No, I agree with that. I don't think Warren's much going forward. But just I had Najee at his prime. I was probably his rookie year, and it's been. It's been hard to watch him struggle because I've always still just low-key wanted him. Um, but, yeah, Najee underperform. Anthony's got McCaffrey. He did McCaffrey things, put up 20. Um, Ramadre did well for Josh with 13. Madison had a rough game with 3.4. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, what went on there? That was a Thursday night game, and he just looked terrible. Oh, Going up right. against also, the Eagles defensive like, line. Yeah, I don't like the Vikings offensive line against a mediocre D-line, and the Eagles offensive line has too many Bulldogs on it to let that shit fly. Yep. Let's see. So McCaffrey did his things. On the other side, receivers. Jefferson did his Jefferson things for Josh, putting up almost 20 as well. Addison almost matched him with 15. Olave for Josh put up 12, which is good. Ridley, your boy. Bad game. Yeah, two for eight, but you're still – one. This is very frustrating. Uh, tight ends. Josh had it with nine. That was a good pickup. We'll cover that later. I just, <laughs> I, I just like to hurt. I just like to yeah. hurt. Why did you ride that train again? I'm not going anywhere with them. So, <laughs> hey, if anyone wants them, come get them. What's he got on the season? He's got, he's got he's eight got, points on the season. Is that that's that Arthur Smith school of sadomasochism? Oh my gosh. Kyle Pitts. We're we're talking. That's inside talking. Kyle Pitts. We're talking about tight end. Um, Jahan Dotson didn't do shit for Josh. T. Higgins, I think, was definitely your MVP with 25. Um, kickers, not that Okay, bad, okay. Kickers suck, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. But when you have this freaking kicker lined up at, at just for 57 yards or whatever – like he's like I just I just I hate it. Okay, every time and then and then in sleeper if they block a kick, okay, it might not be the kicker's fault. The kicker's still gonna lose a point. That doesn't make any sense. Kickers suck. Anyway, move on. <laughs> on to defenses. Josh had a good pickup with that too. We got the Bucks that put up eighteen over Anthony's Browns, but 
all the good that Josh had put him just short by losing by two to it, Mr. Anthony. It was Monday night in my Browns. Oh, let's see. His, Najee Harris, Ramondre Stevenson, and Chris Olave had to outscore my Browns by 10 points, and they couldn't do it. So I was very lucky. Okay, moving on. Oh, and let's see. Taylor and myself thought Josh was going to pull this one out, and uh, Murph was the only one who had faith in me. So thank you, Murph. All right, moving on. We're going to go with Murphy's Law. I've got it. I've got the pick. He's, he's I've got, got the, the magic pick feeling. I've got, I've got it this year. It's I wish long. I could gamble on our fantasy league wins. <laughs> I don't know if anybody would give us lines for those. Um, I'm Murphy's, sure Henson would. Murphy's Law <laughs> taking down Little Dan, 91-65. to 65. Um, Honestly, a couple of, of bad games. Let's start. So, Lamar Jackson, bounce back game, 22, almost 23 points. Not bad in the, in the win. Um, James Cook, James Cook looks great. Almost 18 points. He's the, the bell cow in Buffalo. Um, Who would have thought there's going to be a running back in Buffalo getting 80% of the touches? That's worth anything in fantasy. Crazy. Um, Diggs actually had a down game, but that's because Buffalo had this one just in the bag from the get-go. Uh, Devontae Adams, even with that scary concussion towards the end of the game, still came out with 17 points. Darren Waller, that's a good game. 10 points from a tight end. You can't ask for much more. Sutton with nine. Uh, on your bench, you had Sky Moore. Who, uh, nobody knows. It's, it's Chiefs wide receivers. You just shrug your shoulders, man. Um, and Justice Hill with six points on the bench. What hurt? I mean, it didn't really hurt you because you played Lil Dan. But Cam Akers just going – I mean, I didn't even get the notification until like eight minutes before noon kickoffs. That was and, and insane. I was telling Corbin today, I have been so disconnected on Sundays. Like, I've been scrambling. Like, like tonight for the podcast, like, I've been scrambling for the last two Sundays. I've been like – I gotta get somewhere where I can even watch the games, much less like pay attention to like the uh, last minute updates or watch any pregame stuff. So, I I lucked out. I feel bad. I I do truly feel bad for little Dan because uh, you know I feel bad yeah, for the little guy. Yeah, and just to but, clarify, uh, again, our, this podcast is extremely professional, and we are always always prepared. Um, moving on to little Dan's side, Justin Fields. Everybody thought it was going to be a breakout year. He doesn't look very good right now. Might have a good second half like he did last year, but only time will tell. Nick Chubb, rough, rough injury. Um, yeah, he's he's out for the season. Uh, Top five needs worst surgery. injuries I've ever watched. That one was bad. Um, hopefully he can come back. I know he's a little on the older side for a running back, um, but he is such a good running back that hopefully he can he can come back. Uh, but not this. He season. had that. So he had the same injury. It seems like he had the same injury in the same knee in 2015, okay. 2018, maybe. But yeah, it's complete dislocation and then all three major ligaments. Oh, it's, that's it's gonna tough. be rough. It's that J.K. Dobbins from the year before last. And he's already what is he? 28. I don't know. He's getting up there in running back age. I still think he – I would trust him to come back and be like at least like 
a Marshawn Lynch, Frank Gore type. Yeah, yeah, he could be. Um, but he he is so he's in, he looked he was in he was incredible. He was he's great. the best player on the field was so last great. night before he got yes, hurt. Yes, yes. Um, and then his backup just just torched the uh, the Steelers. Um, I don't know. Steelers D-line can get sacks, but they can't cover the run with yeah, shit. Yeah, I know. Um, but going to someone who can cover the run, Brees Hall against the, the Cowboys, less than a point. That was rough for little Dan. A.J. Brown, less than five points. Not a great game for him. Uh, Garrett Wilson with a, a surprising 15-point game. Don't know how many he's going to get um, with Garrett Wilson, but – Take them when you can. Too bad it came in a loss. George Kittle, another disappointing week. Uh, Ayuk could not cover the uh, – could, could not repeat his great game from last week. Um, of course, I think he went out with an injury like twice, tried to come back in, so played it tough. But um, And then you have uh, defense and kickers. They're, yeah. Murph won with his defense getting negative one point. So, that sucks for little Dan. DeAndre Swift on the bench, probably one of the best running back games. It, that Thursday night game, the the Minnesota defense could not stop DeAndre Swift. It was ugly. Um, but little Dan had him on his bench. So, bad luck for little Dan. Uh, again, one of the teams I thought drafted really, really well. And this just proves that the draft, you know, it's fantasy football. You never know. All right, let's move on to our last matchup of the week. Murph, take us through Hard R, taking down Henson's Carpet Stains, 101.3 to 98.94. This is the one that cost me a perfect week in picks. I had all the faith in the world in my boy Henson, And typical Cody, he came along and ruined everything. Didn't realize I needed it, but to keep me humble, came along and showed me it was okay. Cody beat Henson 101 to 98, basically 99. Even with... The quarterback play in this matchup was terrible. Henson had Trevor Lawrence... 9.2 against Kansas City. Deshaun Watson coming out with 12 points against the Steelers. I mean, I I get it, but the Steelers' defense over-doubled him up. We thought ATN was going to be amazing. ATN comes out with five five points for Henson and Jamar Gibbs. He gets less than 15 points from both of his running backs. (laughs) Both outscored by... Zach Moss. Yeah, Zach. And then Cody Cody comes in here with all of his fucking running backs. Zach Moss, a cool 18.7. Brian Robinson Jr., who shot you? 28 points, basically. <laughs> Even Tyreek Hill getting the Bill Belichick treatment with 12.5 points. Hopkins, 6 Travis Kelsey, though, finally get coming back, finally getting the end zone. I I know the Chiefs are going to go off, so I don't even sweat him. 
I thought the Baltimore defense was going to be like a, a decent play, especially last week. Three points. The, the freaking Dallas defense couldn't even save Henson with 16 points. Another good week. Yeah, I, I do I do love, you know, they, they, this is the ultimate kicker battle, I guess. We got 11 points for Elliott, for Henson, and then 10 points from Justin Tucker. Cody has Justin Tucker. This is the worst revelation in all of <laughs> all of the fantasy league right here. How in the hell did we let this happen? That was definitely a Jimmy pick. Because it probably took him in like the eighth round. I don't. I don't. Also, we got to get rid of that kicker rule, or we actually got to start using a timer or an egg timer or something, because the the shenanigans I saw pulled at the draft. I hate to go back to that, but we got to we got to get an egg timer. It should look like a little football if I could recommend one. Anyways. I do like uh, Michael Thomas for Henson, the pickup. But, yeah, it, this was just kind of a, a, a meh, meh. I mean, the quarterback matchup says it all. We got 9 to 12. Like, what do you want from me? No, the, the, it came down to. I'm sorry to ramble. The worst, what we thought was the worst running back team in the league having, what is uh, 35 points from his running backs being Zach Moss and Brian Robinson. This the, the, huh? the fantasy your football. Ma- your math is terrible, bro. 25. Or what is it then? It's like 45, 45. Fine, 45. I don't freaking know. He ain't wrong. But either way, this is what I'm saying. 45 points from Zach Moss and Brian Robinson. That's why he's the commissioner. Yeah, he can do he can do math. And you're the damn can't, can't win a game, but I can do math. Yeah, he can't win a game in fantasy, but he can do math on his calculator. I saw you. You freaking anyway. Um yeah, that that's uh I mean, good for Cody. We we did call him out for having one of the worst teams because of his running backs, and now his running backs put up forty five points. Um just Zach Moss and Brian Robinson. That's insane. Um, Henson did have Gabe Davis go off on his bench and Drake London, surprisingly, go off on his bench. Um, so both of those would have helped him overcome Cody. But as it stands, let's take a look at the standings. After two weeks, we have Commissioner's Pet. That is a – we should take a screenshot of this. Commissioner's Pet, 2-0 and on top of the standings. Our sticker bitch from – are we going to have another last to first – I hope not if he's not. leading this yeah, early not, in the year. That's true. Yeah, it's got you got to pull a Charlie. You got to be bad the whole year, sneak into the playoffs, and then somehow win with Brock Purdy. Yeah. How, um, how many fan, how many waiver dollars does he have? Yeah. Uh, Charlie hasn't spent any, so apparently that's the key: is don't <laughs> spend your waiver money. <laughs> Matt is oh, following. Don't remind Matt him. Actually, keep reminding Matt. him this early. Yeah. No, the Matt is following that line of of thinking because he still has all of his waiver money. Um, anyway. Uh, Commissioner's Pet for number one, Dad Chokes. Number two, Hard R. Number three, those are the only two and O teams. Then we have Repent Offenders at one and one, Henson's Carpet Stains at one and one, My Little Tony, Butt Buckerson, Murphy's Law, and Out the Ass all at one and one. And bring it up the rear, Taylor, the best of the worst, O and two, Little Dan, and the mighty, mighty Masturbators. Pulling up the rear, 
Um, I have only hope. 153 points for Chase. That is quite mighty. Um, speaking of mighty, let's get into our uh, fantastic ad sponsor for the for the show for the episode. Um, do oh, we you... forgot to update the. Uh, I believe we forgot to update the pick standings before. Uh... Oh, you want to do that? Okay, yes. Before, so he wants that now. I was going to do it after the ad. Because I was going to do it. Oh, no. I, I'm, the... I didn't mean the standings. Oh, yeah. I meant we didn't tell people who picked what in the other in the other, oh, in matchup, the other matchup. So I, right. I wanted to do it then. Sorry. We just skipped it the whole time. Murph and, and, you just uh, wanted to give me a short little lead up and then the thing. <laughs> Murph, uh, in Murph's matchup, Murphy's Law versus Little Dan, we all picked Murph. We got that one right. And then Hard R versus uh, Henson's Carpet Stains. I was the only one that picked Cody. Um, and you other two losers picked Henson. And I say that. You know, ironically, because as we'll look at the prediction standings in a second, yeah, you take your there is one winner. You can get them. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay, now I, moving I into hate our... to throw you off, but I want a little build up. Well, let's build it up. Here we go. You know, I like a little foreplay. You know that. You know that better than most. I do. I stayed up way too late that night. Uh, moving on to our fantastic sponsor. Do you ever find yourself in the situation where you have legs the size of redwoods? And you really want to show them off, but your shorts go down to your knees? Do you ever feel like your current shorts don't let your tattoos breathe? Do you envy your girlfriend's beach attire? Well, we've got the answer for you. Introducing Josh's Shorter Than Shorts. These manly bottoms will not only show off maximum leg, but also frame your backside so much so that you'll get stares from all the ladies and even your friends who might start to question things about themselves. Josh's Shorter Than Shorts are made with only the best moisture-resistant fabric and come in what you could call a rainbow of colors. And you don't have to worry about your shorts riding up anymore because with Josh's Shorter Than Shorts, your shorts can't ride up any higher. Worried about getting made fun of because you're shorter than shorts? Simply threaten to crush your bully's heads with your insanely huge inner thighs. So don't let those tree trunks remain hidden behind those pesky shorts that go down to your knees. Join the fad that will make all the women in your life say, geez, those are short. And you'll simply answer, no, they're Josh's shorter than shorts. Thank goodness. Uh, thank God. I gotta get I gotta get me some of those in like some some like powder some powder pink, maybe yeah. a, maybe a nice teal, you know? Yeah, they're 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 on sale everywhere. Um, great great sponsor of the show, just a fantastic well, sponsor. And I I you know when you when you're when you have a nice thigh, you're just trying to get a short that really shows it off. That's what I like about absolutely. That. That's what I like about them. You yeah, know? yeah. I mean, if you've got it, I mean, why wear anything at all, right? Also, I feel like I would not have come in very close to last in the. Uh... Yeah, guaranteed to to, to boost make your a, performance in the combine. Make a drunkard run run straighter and uh, fall less. Oh, uh, okay. So let's move on to next week's matchups. Let's do some predictions. So here's where I will give Murph his credit. We've got Thank our you. predictions records. Last week, Murph went an amazing five and one, uh, and Taylor and I went a mediocre three and three each. So, good job, Murph. You win the coveted prize of getting to pick the first matchup. 
haven't looked at them at all, and I can't wait to go. Like, I'm probably going to get blanked this week. I'm not uh, going to lie. Again, very, uh, very professional podcast, and we prepare all the time. Yeah. No, if we do want to edit this out, let me do a look at this because I want to plot it up. No, we got it. Okay. <sighs> Who? Oh, man. And I can't pick myself? Goodness I know, gracious. I know. I, <laughs> I know. I saw that one, and yeah. No, I kind of, uh, so I'm, I'm just based on people playing, I've got to take our lovely, our lovely, beautiful commissioner versus the, versus the, the champ versus the champ. Damn. I was going to take that one. That's a good, that's a good first one. All right. You want me to break it down real quick? I do. I've got, I've got some, I've got something here. So here we go. It, Richardson, right? Okay. Are you breaking it down? Whichever you want to break it down, you do the honors. I mean, I, I would love no, sir. Please, you do it. Okay. Because I like hearing you, and I need to get my thoughts together. Uh, all right. Quarterback position. We've got Anthony Richardson if he plays versus Kirk Cousins, the surprising number one fantasy football quarterback this year. Uh, running back positions. <laughs> a extremely questionable Saquon Barkley and Miles Sanders versus uh, Devin Singletary and A.J. Dillon. Uh, More questionable. Eckler is probably out again. Yeah, that's not not great. Uh, wide receivers. Here we go. Jalen Waddell and uh, Michael Pittman and or Cooper. Cooper, right? He doesn't know yet. Um, versus yes, Amari Cooper, yes. Okay, so Waddle and Cooper versus Devonta Smith and DJ Moore. Andrews versus Hawkinson, which I wouldn't think is that close, but it it, it was a blowout last week. Uh, and then kickers and defense. All right, Murph. Oh, boy. All right. So, honestly – I'm, I, I don't the quarterback position it's it's kind of a it's kind of a whatever to me like Kirk Cousins is kind of a base it's 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 a whatever and I think Hawkinson had a way too good of a game last week so on Andrews alone and I do think Waddle has got a much better option against Denver because Patrick Sertan I think that's who Denver has is still going to be on Tyreek Hill so. Oh, but Barkley too, my dude. Sheesh. But he's got Singletary now and Dylan. What is that even? No, yeah, this is not. This is yeah, very... it's not. No, I. I mean, I'm sorry. I hate to go with the projections, but I picked this based on the people involved, and I gotta give it to my guy Taylor. Thanks, Murph. Uh, I'll go Taylor, so you can pick yours last. And uh, I'm not gonna lie, this is tough. No Barkley. I know it. No Barkley and I, no. Uh, there's Eckler. so many variables. Yeah, there are a lot of variables. And Richardson. I just trust. I trust Taylor to make moves. <laughs> Richardson and Cousins. Yeah, that's well, all it's based. That's on. true. T- Taylor. It's will, based on who's going to make better moves here. Taylor has uh, waiver wires in, and Charlie doesn't even know how to do that. So. <laughs> um. Well, I, I mean. Regardless, like, okay, say, but neither of them do. I trust, like, them to pick over the scraps. Who's going to make better moves? Because they both have to make moves, in my opinion. Taylor has better better running back reserves in Gus Edwards and Khalil Herbert. Yeah, I think 
I think Edwards so, is going to be like Kirkland, Nick Chubb. Yeah, uh, for those reasons, I'm going Charlie. <laughs> wow, card bitches! It's, it's just it's like this is the one. It's going to happen. You know, you're like you never, you don't think it's going to happen, and then all of a sudden he picks up. <laughs> someone random on Sunday because he doesn't know how to put in a waiver claim, and all of a sudden that player goes off for 30 points. Yeah, he's going to go grab Taysom Hill at like 11.55, <laughs> and he's going to put up 30. Um, but no, I'm not going to go as crazy as you, and kind of like we're talking about the running backs, he just doesn't have running backs. He doesn't have an option for running backs. Um, if I lose Barkley, I'm going to move Gus up, and then I've got some receivers I can use, so Strictly on the running backs of Dylan and Singletary, I've got to go with myself. Those are the smart also, moves. Those are the smart moves. I'm, I'm also counting, like, I think the waves of Devonta Smith and TJ Hawkinson are going to, they're going to wane a little bit. Like, I'm not saying they're going to flop. I think they could easily put up their projections, but, but that's the problem is they're going to put up their projections. Yeah. I, I get it. Um, I just, I'm, I think my strategy this year is, fuck it. Like, well, nowadays. <laughs> we'll see what happens. After five and one, my guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, whatever. Like, All right, Taylor, you get the next matchup. Who's it going to be? Oh, hell, let's see. So that was an interesting one. Let's do... I'm going to leave you, Cody and Murph. Oh, thank you. Let's go. I'm gonna go based on projections being close at the moment. Let's go. My little Tony with Josh Walsh and Ruby with out the ass. Alrighty. Projected fifty-fifty. Yeah, this is a close one. Ninety-six to ninety-six. Uh, difference of like eight tenths of a point. So let's break it down. We got two attack of Iloa versus Joe Burrow, who is questionable. Um, running backs: Najee Harris and Ramondre Stevenson. Against Derrick Henry and Jamal Williams, maybe? he. I know he got banged up. Uh, he's got Javante and Isaiah Pacheco on the bench. Then you've got wide receivers, Justin Jefferson and Chris Olave going up against Am- Amon Ross, St. Brown, and DK Metcalf. Man, half of Drew's team is questionable. Um, and I don't just mean, like, bad. I mean – like injury wise. Um, oh, bloody. <laughs> uh, t- uh, tight ends. You got uh, the rookie, Laporta, going up against Njoku. Uh, for flex, currently, you have Jahan Dotson versus Mike Williams and kickers and defenses. Uh, looks like bench options. Josh has uh, Gibson, Rashad White, Tank Bigsby. Drew has Javante Williams, Pacheco, and. They say Beckham could come back and play, but uh, I mean he's got Beckham and Boyd on the bench. All right, Taylor, take it away. No oh, hell. So bench options, I don't see much to change from there. So I'm gonna kind of go with the lineups. Um, relatively even, kind of throughout. I guess that's how we get to the 96-96. But I'm gonna base pick on the four questionable tags that we have on Drew's team. I mean, his quarterback, his top receiver, Metcalf should be playing. 
And there's running backs. He's not going to play, but he can sub him in. So I'm going to say probably two of those four don't play. Therefore, I'm going to go with Mr. Josh. All right. Murph, who does your dog want, Taylor? Does your dog They're, want Josh or Drew? Uh, they want everything right now, and I keep throwing <laughs> shit at them because they're trying to play with each other. It's not working. So I'm going back on mute. Got it. <laughs> what you got, Murph? Yeah, I I don't – so they were putting shit in Amon Ra's shoe to make his turf toe. I think he's got turf toe. And, like, Jefferson and Alave, and I do love Laporta. I think he's a new – he's the new guy. <clears throat> Sorry to clear my throat on the mic like that. Yeah, it's very unprofessional, um, and we are not. And uh, the Joe Burrow – the Jer Burrow situation, I don't, I, I've I've heard talk of them maybe sitting him, but I don't I don't think they're gonna do that. I, I think he was he's he's in the Ben Roethlisberger school of oh man, you know I think he's he he's like two years from leaving a press conference in a walking boot. Oof. But uh, Tua Tungavailoa, I think he's gonna have a really good yeah, based on Tua. Ramondre being like good enough to carry Najee through whatever this bullshit with Pittsburgh is, and then Olave, Jefferson, Laporta, Dotson. I think it's gonna be good. I think it's Josh. I am going to agree with you. I'm not going wild card on this one. Um, Joe Burrow doesn't look great. Uh, L.A. is playing. The Rams are playing surprisingly really good football. Uh, nobody really thought they would, and uh, I don't think Burrow is healthy. Um, a lot of, of questionable tags on Drew's team, um, and I think that uh, Josh is going to take it. T- Josh has scored over 100 points each week, and uh, and Drew has not broken 100 yet. So um, I think Josh is going to take this one pretty easily. All right, let's move on to our third matchup here. And uh, Taylor left it for me. I am going to take it. Hard R going up against uh, my podcast co-host, Murphy's Law. Um, this one should be a fun one. Let's, uh, let's break it down. So we got uh, uh, Battle we got, of the Bastards. We got the, the masseuse, uh, Deshaun Watson, going up against Lamar Jackson. Uh, we've got the surprisingly amazing running back duo of Zach Moss and Brian Robinson going up against Justice Hill and James Cook. Um, wide receivers Tyreek Hill and DeAndre Hopkins against Diggs and Devontae Adams. That wide receiver duo is Ooh. still just sick, Murph. Uh, Diggs it's and nasty. Um, you got Kelsey going up against Waller. Zay Jones going against Sutton in the flex and then kicker in defense. Uh, let's see. Cody has – Absolutely no one to sub in right now. Marvin Jones, no. Deontay Foreman, no. Uh, he was a healthy scratch. Like, I don't even know. And then Brandon Cooks, he was out last week. Maybe he comes in. I don't know. Um, I don't know what you're doing with Cam Akers. Um, and then Bateman and Sky Moore. But I don't think you're playing. Maybe one of them over the in the flex. Um, and then obviously we'll yeah, see what waivers. Break. It's going to be a waiver wire Wednesday, boys. There you go. There you go. Um, I'm looking at just can we – I know Tyreek Hill 
is him. Okay, Hemothy. I mean, he is, he is, and and Travis Kelsey. That's a that's a sick duo in Hill and Kelsey. Um. Oh my gosh, this one is a lot tougher than I thought it was going to be. Well, there's going to be there's variables. There's too many variables when we do it this right now. Yeah, I know, but that's what makes it fun. Wow, that's what makes it fun. You got to trust. Um, oh, gross. I'm going with Cody. I don't blame you. Mm, that kind of hurt to say. No, I'm not. Oh, no, not I'm for not your feelings. I don't care about your feelings. about this week. No, <laughs> it's more just, <laughs> just me coming to terms with it. <laughs> uh, Taylor? Oh, never mind. Oh, nope. Eh, maybe. He's All traveling. Right. He's yeah. a traveling man. I settled. He's... I settled. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to get rid of a dog. Um, yeah, this one's freaking tough. Right? <laughs> Obviously, receiver. I'm honestly advantage Murph. Blushing over here, as tough as y'all are saying it is. But as sketchy as Cody's running backs are, after yeah. last week, oddly that could be the advantage there too. I know. Not great matchups. Though, it's not. Yes, yeah, so I'm looking at Baltimore. Moss versus Baltimore. That's definitely going to hurt. But he's got Kelsey. Kelsey's always a winner. I'm going. Watson looked like balls, though. But he's yeah, but how there. hard are they going to go against fucking Chicago? Yeah. I'm going Cody. All right, Murph. Who's it going to be? I'm going me. Yeah, you are. That's... It's because I got Lamar Jackson. I got Stephon Diggs against the – I don't care if the commander's defense go hard in the paint. I don't give a rat's ass. And then I got Devontae Adams coming off a fucking concussion, and they are going to whoop Cody's ass. Oh, I'm scared of Travis Kelsey and Brown Robinson so much. <laughs> but, are you not scared of luckily, Hill? luckily, that nasty, creepy ass Deshaun Watson is washed. And that is what I wanted to put as my best thing of the week, because Deshaun Watson is washed, and what a glorious time it is. I think we would all, I think we would all share in that best thing. No, that's why I wanted to put it in there, but I couldn't decide if it was a good best thing or worst thing, because man, he looks terrible, real, real bad. Um, I do hate that I have to cheer against my beloved Baltimore defense if he doesn't make a change. And then, and but Justin I wouldn't Tucker. against I wouldn't against Gardner Minshew. Yeah. And then uh, Justin Tucker. Oh, that breaks my heart because Justin Tucker's probably going to put up like I mean he always kicks like nine field goals against the fucking Colts. So it hurts. It really does hurt to do it because I don't know if I truly believe it, but mm-hmm. I I think this is where Lamar and Todd Munkin's offense comes together and. It happens, and Justice Hill beat out Gus Edwards in touches if I have to start him. Okay. There we go. All right, Murph, you get the next matchup. Who's it going to wow. be? What's, tell so me what's we got left. Please, left. buy me some time. We've got Commissioner's Pet going up against Futt Buckerson. Oh, easy. We've got next one. Uh, Henson's Carpet Stains going up against Lil Dan. Oh, it's not easy. And we got... What's the last one? Dad Chokes one? going up against Mighty Masturbators. Ooh, you and... Honestly, those are three pretty good matchups. I really like it. 
So I got Henson, Dan, you and Chase, and I got God darn Corbin versus God darn Matt. All right, I'm taking God darn Corbin versus God darn Matt. <laughs> All right, let's break this down. Here we go. You want it? I got it. Jalen Hurts All right. at quarterback going up against Justin Herbert. Uh, that's a pretty good matchup. Tony Pollard and Ken Walker. Uh, going up against Bijan Robinson and Josh Jacobs. CeeDee Lamb and Keenan Allen at wide receiver against Debo Samuel and Mike Evans. Dalton, Shor- Dalton Schultz against Fryermuth. And then in the flex, James Conner versus Damian Pierce. Uh, on the bench, let's see, Matt has Mostert. Lazard, Pickens, and Hyatt. Three wide receivers and a running back. Corbin has Dalvin Cook. Tyler Algier, Elijah Moore, and Jackson Smith and Jigba on the bench. Um, I don't see any of those bench players coming in. Maybe Mostert. Nope, I don't. I don't see Mostert. Oh, James Conner's playing Dallas. Maybe Mostert. Mostert in the put flex. up twenty-five last week. He did. He's good. But yeah, I see. I would play Mostert. Yeah. Number five running back. I All mean, right. hell, I'd play Pickens over. Uh, Connor against Dallas. That's a good point. Yeah, they're playing Vegas. So even with that, though, well, who who you got, Murph? This is this is a, a pretty good matchup. Um, the projections are just crazy off to me. Yeah, I I really don't. I I mean I guess Bijan is playing a tough defense, but like. Tampa Bay hadn't haven't been slouches, and Jalen Hurts is playing Tampa. I mean, and I I mean I, I don't know. I, I I feel and I don't have this fear that Pierce this downfall of Pierce like the rest of y'all seem to have. You Texans fans, I think Pierce is going to be all right. I don't think it's Pierce. Yeah. I think it's the O line. We have, there's oh, no push bust. from the O line. I forget that Charles O line is busted. Yeah, no push. So uh, I mean, I think Pierce is and doing once again, what he can. Look, and Pittsburgh, their O line gets after the passer hardcore. But Josh Jacobs, Josh Jacobs against Pittsburgh's O line could be a problem. And then Bijan, I think, against Detroit. They're gonna pass it to him like a ton. Weirdly, I I feel I, I just feel. Don't get me wrong, I think that Matt's players, like I think Keenan Allen, CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee Lamb against Arizona, though, like how many points is Dallas going to have to score, honestly? Like when do they pull players with Pollard and Lamb? Like, uh, and then, yeah, Jalen Hurts, but Tampa Bay has been above average. I just think that Corbin's players have better matchups. So I'm going to go with Corbin here. Taylor, you got... Which, who you got in this one? Dude, I'm, I'm torn. Right? This one's that, tough. I've never looked at Matthew's team and be like, damn, they're kind of good. I was just going through all the players. They are kind of good, though. Dude, all like 80% no, of them could are sway it. top Pollard 10 sway it. in their position. Like, that's crazy. Um, but, yeah, hell. How much are they going to have to do? They the matchups. I don't know. That's that's what really swayed me. Like the players on Matt's side, I feel like are better, except for Bijan is a god. 
Yeah. And Evans right. is playing way over his head. Fryermuth, the 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 lack of targets there is really bothering me. But Pittsburgh looks like ish. I'm just doing a 50-50. Wheels got to come off Matt's team. I'm going Corbin. I'm going the opposite. Um, I'm terrible to take in a casino. I'm riding the hot hand, and I think Matt takes it down. I think it's very you even. You let him do that. Very split, and I'm, I'm, I'm riding Matt. Well, uh, you wrote Matt it came in out the wrong. notes. You wrong. ride him hard. I'm going to ride him as hard as I can. I'm going <laughs> to ride him into the ground. That took a turn. All right, yeah. Taylor, you have uh, one of two matchups left. You uh, can take. I already know. Give me dad but, chokes and mighty yeah, masturbate. You, you kind of have to take that one. Yeah. All right, let's break this one down. Like I haven't already stared at this matchup 15 times. Uh, Patrick Mahomes going up against Josh Allen. That's a good quarterback matchup. Uh, McCaffrey and, as of now, Kier- Kier- Williams. I don't know why I can't pronounce his first name. Kirion. Thank you. Kirion Williams against Joe Mixon and uh, Josh Kelly? Maybe Zeke? Maybe Montgomery if he plays? But right now it's Kelly. Uh, T. Higgins and Calvin Ridley against Jamar Chase and Chase Chase and Puka Nakua. Uh, Kyle Pitts against Dallas Goddard and uh, Jordan Addison, the rookie, against uh, Christian Kirk. On the bench, I've got Roshan Johnson and Alexander Madison. Yes, I am sitting Madison currently. That might stay. That might not. Uh, and I've got Tony and Watson. I will say I don't think I'm playing Watson until he comes back and I can I see him play. Uh, Chase has Zeke Montgomery and Mitchell at running back on the bench and Jerry Judy he's got on the bench right now. All right, Taylor, take it away. So originally I was thinking this was closer than it was going to be in my head, but you got your your running backs McCaffrey and Williams because I think Williams going to be. An RB1 going for us. If you can stack those two, that's going to be hard to beat. Your receivers, he's got he's Chase, but Chase hasn't done shit yeah. this year. So I'm just going to make this short. I'm going Anthony. Murph? Oh, oh do you get last pick every time? Oh, I guess not. I, I, okay, I'll just go ahead and pick myself um, <laughs> because – I think my I just, running backs are better, and uh, no, I, I'm glad. I'm glad we can be in accord. And I just wanted, but I, I didn't want to just go out there like that and give you the ability to get all those legs up on me. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, no. well, I am. I, Mahomes, I am the host. Mahomes, McCaffrey, and like Taylor said, like Kyron Williams. Uh, I would, I would love for Goddard to be a dude for Chase because I have him in another league. And then Chase needs to do Chase things. And Nakua, that's the only that's the only flaw in this whole running back Patrick Mahomes business you got going on is if Chase chases uh, with Chase and then Puka Nakua uh, fucking goes off, <laughs> then it's, it, it's curtains for you. Yeah, but, it could uh, be. I but love. if Chase's Chase doesn't chase, Just, then it's not going to work. Then I chased him out. I love Ridley against Houston. Love it. Love, I mean, just I, I love that really? matchup. Yeah, I do. You, I think 
I don't know. I think the secondary for Houston is decent. And you know what? Calling a touchdown for Kyle Pitts this week. I was about to say, what's Pitts going to do? Calling a touchdown to for Kyle Pitts. That's happening. Um, so, so oh, who are you? So you're picking? Can we? You're picking me? Can we make a? Can, can we? Is there a podcast like bet we can do? Can I like? Can one of us like uh, take a shot or like chug a beer if? It, it, so y'all both think that Kyle Pitts is going to score? Oh, a touchdown? I don't. I don't think Taylor thinks that. No, I do. I do not think. That. <laughs> I think it's okay. just me. So <laughs> can we? Can, is there something? Oh, we all right. This will be off pod, but we need to think of something that we can do for for bets on the pod. We that's, need to have like a little fine. side bet system for the pod. I, that's fine. I, I just I'm just I'm just gonna call it. I think he gets a touchdown this week. Call it I an like intuition. That. I like that positivity. I think you're trying to manifest that because I don't I don't into foresee that at all. I'm gonna speak it into existence. Because uh, so Murph, did you pick me? I guess I missed that part. I did. Okay. I picked you as well. All right. So I got the last matchup, and it is. Henson's Carpet Stains going up against Little Dan. We got Trevor Lawrence against Justin Fields. Um, ETN and Gibbs against Brees Hall and probably DeAndre Swift um, on his bench. Dan hasn't updated it yet. Uh, Wide receivers, uh, Henson's going with Drake London and Zay Flowers versus A.J. Brown and Garrett Wilson. Um Tight ends, Evan Ingram versus George Kittle. Tyler Lockett versus Ayuk in the flex. And defense and kickers. On the bench, Henson has Pirine and maybe Gainwell if he's back. And Michael Thomas and Gabe Davis at wide receiver. Uh, Little Dan has DeAndre Swift and A-Chain at running back. And Traylon Burks and uh, his suspended Williams wide receiver. Jameson. I couldn't think of his first name for a second. Uh, Jameson Williams on the bench. So, obviously, I think Dan will put in Swift, which will make the projections in this game a heck of a lot closer. Um, I don't trust Fields, but going up against KC, I mean, he's going to have to do things to keep them in this game or it's going to be just a complete blowout. Um Running backs, ETN versus Houston, that's a smash play. Uh, Gibbs against Atlanta without um, Montgomery. I I mean, I I hope Gibbs is more involved, you know, in the game plan going forward. Um, I'd probably go advantage Henson on that one because I don't trust Brees Hall in the Aaron Rodgers-less Jets. Um, wide receiver. Wide receiver's tough. A.J. Brown has not looked very good this year. Going up against Tampa on Take Monday night. Answer about your voice. Um, uh, yeah, sorry, little Dan. I think you're fantasy cursed. I'm going with you're being You're being too sweet over there. I know I am. You, I, listen, you're, doing, you're being a wonderful pundit. And an excellent host. But this one's easy, isn't it? But th- come on. I and I love little Dan too. But this this is a Henson matchup right here. Yeah. I'd be going into Sunday feeling happy, which means I'd probably be scared. But I'm picking Henson. Okay. Taylor? We all agreed uh, on that one. I don't know. I'm pondering being a wild card. I'm looking at 
Henson's receivers, Drake London, he's number 51. Zay Flowers is number 31. Lockett's number 26. His receivers aren't much of anything. Michael Thomas, we just got, is 45. He's clearly got the running back advantage. Trevor Lawrence against Houston. Uh, I know. And then it's <laughs> against Houston. I know. Yep. Do it, Taylor. Do it. Do it. Ingram, Kittle, I got up. Do it. Do it. It's good. Fuck it, I'm going a little Dan. Yeah! All right. Don't let me down, Dan. Taylor finally went against us, Murph. Taylor finally went against us. All right. That was fun. Um, Let's let's jump into our waivers and trades of uh, the week. Uh, Taylor, why don't you go ahead and take this one away? All right. So, again, this week it'll be a little bit different because I'm kind of choosing last week's because we're doing this before the waiver wire. Um, so we're going to kind of give you the breakdown on the picks we did for week one. Uh, our big spenders last week, we had myself uh, before waivers went through with Cody's drop. I paid $12 for Pittman. Fucking stoked. He's a number 12 receiver on the year and has 23 targets. Um, the other big spender, the the only big spender, um, Justin Henson, paid $37 in uh, after week one for Kenneth Gainwell and Michael Thomas. Gainwell paid $22 for, and he was hurt this week, so that was a big flop. But even worse, Swift went off with like 26 points in Gainwell's absence, so I imagine that might lead to some fading out. And his boy Thomas, he paid $15 for, he got 9 nine points but has 17 targets through two weeks so a little bit pricey for thomas i think but at least there's some uh there's some upside on that one uh winners since i picked these i picked myself fuck y'all i'm a winner on Pittman. um i think it's the only way you could be a winner isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly take them hey, fu- hey a i'm a big one. winner in the next oh, segment. Uh, y'all leave me alone um <laughs> chase true. i think chase didn't get shit out of kelly this week with four points but Eckler, they're still saying indefinitely, unless you all have heard something more. So nope. Kelly could be a big player going forward for him. So at least for the time being, we'll call it a winner. And if Anthony's reading the next section, I'm just going to skip that one because I don't want to talk about it. Rude. <laughs> no. Uh, biggest win is obviously fucking Anthony with uh, Kyron Williams, um, currently number two running back on the year. Acres now on the trading block, so Williams, unless something happens, injury or trades, he's he should be an RB one going forward. It's a long wow. season. We'll see what happens. Say it yeah. slowly. God, that hurts. Um, non waiver quick picks, which can be after waivers clear. Y'all can just grab and drop. Um, Josh did good twice. He picked up, dropped Higby, grabbed Laporta, nope. gained six points overall on that move. Uh, Cody grabbed Moss, which I'm surprised nobody else did. He got 19 points out of Moss because it's Zach Moss. I know, right? Who would think it? But still 19 fucking points. Um, Josh again dropped Jacksonville, who put up what it put nine points, but he grabbed Tampa Bay with 18. So those yeah. are two big moves for him. That's what 15 points grabbed just yeah. on moves. So well done, Josh. Uh, losers. Um, early to tell, but I'm calling Henson a loser for Gainwell. That's mostly based on price. Twenty-two dollars to someone who's probably going to fade behind Swift. I think that's expensive. Yeah. Uh, salt in the wound for Cody for giving up Pittman. Um, that was just stupid. He kept Marvin Jones on his team. Marvin Jones has negative .2 points on the season, 
and no. beyond that, he oh didn't have to drop gosh. anyone. Yes, negative point two. He's on five percent of teams. Um, and our non-waiver loser. Two and zero. Yes, <laughs> I know. These still sits. <laughs> oh yeah, it hurt my head. Um, Murph grabbed Giants defense. They put up negative one, but he dropped the Broncos D, who put up one point. So really, <laughs> no harm there. Uh, wow, that is it. rude. You that's a reach, put, bro. You're there like, weren't. You know what? <laughs> this two point swing. I gotta put it in there. Yeah. All right. Because they're both embarrassing. Damn. <laughs> now, for our brand new, well, brand new to this year's segment. Let's turn it over to our best ball expert, Mr. Brandon Murphy. So for best ball this week, we begin with uh, me versus Chase. I had Lamar Jackson forced to the bench with 27 points, and he had Jamar Chase forced to the bench with 5.6. And my top four players matched his team's total. I'm simply relaying the score. I'm not coming down on Chase's team at all. The Q in uh, the second matchup this week in best ball is Anthony versus Josh. The QBs played to a draw with 28 points from Hertz and 27 from Geno Smith, but Anthony's wide receivers of Devonta Smith and the Texans' own Nico Collins pushed Justin Jefferson to the flex and combined for 65 points to seal the win. Cody versus Britt is our third matchup in the best ball tournament. The manager, formerly known as Britt, thanks to sweet baby angel Bijan Robinson, defeated Cody despite a dusty effort from the QB, formerly known as Russell Wilson. Then our fourth matchup, Charlie versus Henson. Daniel Jones led Henson's mud butts to victory against steady Eddie performance from Chuck Nasty and Dak and Saquon. Taylor versus Matt. In the most puckered-ass matchup of the week, the commish p- picked up a uh, we the commish picked up a win against Matt, 127 to 122. Taylor was buoyed by the progeny of Pret- uh, the progeny of Petrol Country, C.J. Stroud with 25 and a half points. I don't Jesus, know what any can, of those words meant. <laughs> I blew that. The Prodigy of Petrol Country. Holy crap. I wrote that, and it sounded so much better in my head. Well, yeah, it did. <laughs> anyway, uh, Drew versus Corbin. In the match that just broke the 200-point total in best ball, Corbin edged out Drew's Cousins-led team, 102-99. to Teams respectively led by Tank Dell and Hollywood, Florida. Brown really showed out. Sorry, that's all I got. Okay, great. Standings, Fantastic. standings, standings, standings. We've got. Oh, that's oh, why shit. you want the standings, <laughs> you dick. Taylor, well, uh, it's uh, the only uh, thing I got. Taylor, uh, Taylor, uh, myself, uh, Corbin, all two and zero. Oh. Murph, Matt, Josh, Charlie, uh, Drew, Britt, all at one and one, and Henson, Cody, and Chase. Oh Jesus! At zero and two, Chase, uh, Chase at the very bottom. So if you're looking at the best ball uh, standings and the uh, full season standings, you will find one name at the bottom. I did not put any of that in the script, nor did I put that in the show notes. That is okay. We are a very professional podcast, uh, gentlemen. Funny. We did it. Week two in the books. 
can't believe it. This is a, a, a great ride, and uh, I'm, I'm happy we're doing this again. Anything to yes. say to the people before we go? No, I hope you enjoy it. I'm, uh, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. It's, it's a good time. All right. For Taylor, for Murph, I'm Anthony. Thank you all for logging in. Thank you.